When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman. There's an interesting sneaky storyline that I'm getting way ahead of myself on this, but is it? Rat ahead. If Zach Wilson continues to improve, did I say rat ahead? Yeah, what was that? What was that? What was that? What was that? I was like, what was If we rat ahead. I didn't know what I was trying to say. Early nominee for Unsportsmanlike moment of the day, right there. A rat hat. Rat, rats rat, ratatouille? Wear hats? I, I don't know what I, I literally have no idea. Yeah. The point that I was trying to make was I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but if Zach Wilson continues to improve, it'll be an interesting situation at the end of the year for the Jets as to whether or not they actually consider him the guy next year. So How did, a rat, rat wearing come, a wait, hat wait, wait, having anything to do with that? Rat hat. Reddit. Reddit. I want to hear that. I'm I'm seeing on Reddit now. Back to back with with CC's like. I mean, together we can. You guys were putting together a beatbox. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, go get your rat hats at a store near you. It is unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. The road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Catch all the postseason action ESPN Radio on ESPN. App, as you heard last night, the Philadelphia Phillies dominate the Diamondbacks. 10-0 game two of the NLCS, which means we are two games away, two wins away, excuse me, for the Phillies from going back to the World Series and playing this song a lot because uh, it is the great song that they do and the celebration. Oh, so good. It makes you want to root for them. Great song is debatable. I think that's a little strong. What? I think this is debatable. Great song? Oh. Great song? You just got to let it enter. Your ear hole and into your brain. It, it's you entering my ear hole, and I want it to get out. <laughs> I want it to get why out. Why do Smalls and I both close our eyes? We both closed our eyes. We're like, do you want to know why? Do you know what this sounds like? I imagine you're driving down the PCH in California. The oh. sun is setting. The windows are down. It's just got that vibe to it. <sighs> That's heaven. Oh, I've that never is done heaven. It, but this is what I picture. <laughs> <laughs> Look oh at Fletcher Cox. That is, it's so fun. I told you, Fletcher Cox Look is the Fletcher key to Cox. all of this. He's the, he, this guy has so much fun watching the Phillies, and he's a great dancer doing it. He is Fletcher Cox, one of the meanest, strongest defensive linemen in the league. I don't know if you can decade. call what he's doing is great that's, dancing. That's, I, don't, I don't think well, you can call that great yeah, dancing. He becomes yeah, a seven-year-old with his family at a baseball game again. You know that's what, what he becomes there. Do you know what this song does? It curates the vibes. It curates it's the so vibes. Good. This curates is their the vibes. song. Yeah. This is their song, and yes. And at that moment right over. there is where it's not cool for Pat Costello, exactly. who's the biggest Phillies fan. That's why I did it, because he loves this song, but it so does you want, curate so the vibes. So you want to ruin it for him, right? I'm just saying, Pat, does yeah. this song not curate the vibes? It's the biggest vibe. See? There you the go. Biggest vibe. And you're a thousand percent right. There is no place that in your mind you wander to when you're in a good mood, more so than California. And Los Angeles. Sunsetting, I, I go to the, exact the wind same in place. the windows, whipping in your hair. Oh, God, it's I have it's a the nice best. iced coffee in the cup I, holder. No, iced coffee we don't need, but okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, just thinking about driving, like as Ed Sheeran says, a Saturday night in the summer. 
right? In L.A. in the Saturday night in the summer, oh, there's nothing better. Shout out to ESPN Radio in L.A. 710, um, experiencing that every single day of their entire lives. <laughs> All right. Now, um, one thing that has come up here is that we look around the NFL right now. We have a lot of really good teams, right? Despite the losses, San Francisco and Philadelphia, I think we're going to say are really good. Kansas City is obviously really good defending champs. And then there's a lot of teams that you look at and say, hmm, Got a couple of questions about them. But if and maybe hypothetically could this happen, things could break in an interesting way. So if I said to you guys right now, and we'll put it out there for the Dr. Pepper call-in line on the Unsportsmanlike Nation at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The team in the NFL right now that has the biggest question mark. And that doesn't mean bad. It's just a question mark. Who are you saying? I don't know if the Buffalo Bills are good or not. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, to me, are the biggest question mark in the entire NFL because I think the pendulum has swung so severely to either side. Are the Buffalo Bills the team that we saw beat the Miami Dolphins and the league's best unit in their offense, 48-20? to 20? Or is this the team that lost to the Aaron Rodgers Jets, 22-16, to 16, to open the season? Mm. They barely hung on to beat the New York Giants 14 to 9. That was touch and go, wasn't it? It was touch and go. I mean, if Tyrod doesn't screw that thing up at the end of the first half, who knows how that game goes? Absolutely. And then I'm looking at their their wins. The Raiders, man, we don't really know how we feel about the Raiders. The Commanders, they beat them 37 to 3. And at that time, we were higher on the Commanders than we are now, but yeah. I don't know how much of a quality win that is. And then they, they beat the Dolphins. That was an amazing win for them. And they lost to the Jets, as I mentioned, and, and the Jaguars. But that, that's a weird game, too. But still, no, I have no idea who the Buffalo Bills are and if they're any good this season. All right, I'm going to go to extremes in reacting to both of you. So I just want to confirm because this is the question mark. If they went to the Super Bowl, it wouldn't surprise you. And if they missed the playoffs, it wouldn't surprise you? Correct. Okay, CeCe. The Cleveland Browns. And the biggest question that they have is what the hell is going on with the quarterback? Like this is beyond just the medical situation because you're getting conflicting reports. The team said he's medically cleared. Deshaun Watson – based on what we're hearing about his camp, is not ready to go back because he doesn't feel 100% healthy. It feels like there's dissension and dysfunction within the organization around the quarterback, and I thought that's why you gave a guy $230 million and traded away three first-round draft picks so you wouldn't have a question about a quarterback. What makes it a sad state of affairs is that you actually have a really, really good defense. This is the best defense in the NFL. I said that last week on first take, and Orlovsky looked at me like I had something growing out of the middle of my forehead. <laughs> but it's the truth. This is the best defense in the NFL, and they proved it on Sunday against the 49ers offense that it scored 30-plus points in each of their first five games. That is a championship-level defense. They've got a good running game despite not having Nick Chubb, and they've got skill position players. They've got weapons on the offensive side of the ball. The biggest question is the quarterback. And we don't know how that's going to be resolved. This is a team that can win this division, that can get into the postseason. This is also a team that's capable of imploding on itself and having a top 10 pick. I don't know which way the Cleveland Browns are going to go. Quarterback, of course, is the most important position in all the sports. And that's why, to me, the Cleveland Browns have the biggest question mark in the NFL. Again, going to extremes to react here. And I can't go to Super Bowl with the Browns. That's not fair. They haven't they've done it, right? If they made it to the AFC title game, that wouldn't surprise you. And they, if they missed the playoffs, they wouldn't surprise you. Is that fair? Fair. Okay. Uh, my biggest question mark. When you're thinking about winning a Super Bowl, right, you think about having a great quarterback that can outperform a contract. You think about having a dominant player somewhere, defense, offense, outside of the quarterback. And you think about having an elite coach. What are the Rams? They've done it with the same coach. They've done it with the same quarterback who's actually playing well this year, Matt Stafford. And Aaron Donald is still there. My biggest question because is actually around the Rams. 
Are we sleeping on them a little bit? They've been way better this year than we anticipated. Are they a team that you would want to play in the playoffs? In the first round, if you're a team like, let's say, Philadelphia or San Francisco, and that's the team you have coming in for the first round with McVay, Stafford, and Donald, they've won a Super Bowl together. Cooper Cup and and, uh, Bakua as the wide receivers are excellent. What's that name again? Nuka Pakua, right? Is that not right? No. What is it? Well, you're going to tell me what it is? I mean, listen, I'm... I'm, How do you say it? Puka Nakua? Puka Nakua? All right, well, I apologize. I got his first and last... I got it backwards there. Um, But that wide receiver combination, that's, that's pretty damn good. They're a good team, and they have the pieces in place that won a Super Bowl. So why can't I have a question around them as to maybe they're pretty good? And they're not as good as the Bills. I understand that high upside. Yeah, they may not. They may not be as good as the Ram, uh, excuse me, as the Browns in terms of the overall upside. Yeah, but would you want to see them in the playoffs? I mean, Sean McVay is a coach that can be the difference in a game when all things are equal. The only problem with the Rams is I don't think all things are going to be equal from a talent level. Mm-hmm. They don't stack up with the top four or five teams in the conference. So that's the thing that I I stop short of. You ask the question about what the Rams are. Smalls, to me, they're a team that's rebuilding on the fly. Yeah. And because you have a really good head coach and they have synergy between the head coach and the general manager, they're able to get some wins and they're able to be more competitive than a lot of people would expect after you know having season after season with depleted draft picks. I mean, they went a stretch of, what, eight seasons without having a first-round draft pick? Yeah. So, I mean, that's hard to do in the NFL. So, they took a step back last year. I think this year they're starting to build. They got a lot of young faces, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know how good this team actually is. Like, they caught Seattle sli- tri- uh, uh, slipping in the first game of the regular season. They had an overtime win against the Colts. Uh, and I had a, a win against the Arizona Cardinals this past Sunday. I, I don't know if I'm jumping out of the window for the L.A. Rams. I'll be interested to see how they match up versus Dallas in two weeks. What does that game look like? I think that might be an interesting barometer for both teams. Yeah, I think they played really well against Philadelphia, and I, I think they're a team that actually could make some noise. All right, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Dr. Pepper call in line. Team with the biggest question mark in the NFL. Let's talk with you guys. Brett in Michigan listening on Sirius XM Channel 80. What's up, Brett? Hey, guys. Uh, good morning. Morning. Uh, I really don't think the Bills are that good this year, man. Um, I really think Josh Allen's struggling a little bit. Um, Canty, I don't know what your take is on this. I mean, I think the Bills, I mean, you got to beat the Giants by more than, what was it, 14-9? and mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, it was bad ball. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to defend Josh Allen. I, I mean... It's Jekyll and Hyde with him. Like, there'll be games where he puts the cape on and you're impressed by the performances, but then there'll also be games where it's a little closer than it should be based on the talent that the Bills are bringing to the party, and that's because of the mistakes. Again, with Josh Allen, you're concerned about the turnovers uh, at the wrong time in the game, and, and again, you saw that pop up on Sunday opening the door for the Giants to make that closer than everybody would expect. So, yeah, I'm with you a thousand percent. I don't know I don't know that I can trust this Bills team week to week, and I guess that's the biggest thing because I don't know which version of Josh Allen I'm getting week to week. Joe in Philly watching on ESPN2. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Joe? Hey, you guys, I think the, I think the 49ers have the, the biggest thing that we got to watch out for is Christian McCaffrey. They, he has a very high usage on that team. And without him, they're not much. 
Um, yeah, they got Debo, and they got a lot of other position players. But as Christian McCaffrey goes, so will the 49ers. And so I just don't think he's going to last the whole season with his amount of usage. Yeah, I mean, listen, and thanks for the phone call. Christian McCaffrey, obviously, his health is important. It seems like he's getting healthy, like he's going to play in their next game here. I don't want to say they can win without him, but I will say if they know they're not going to have him for whatever reason, I I think we need to keep reminding people the team with more cap space currently in the NFL than any other team is the San Francisco 49ers. No, No doubt about it. They have the ammunition to be able to go out there and get another player if they need to. They can fit another skill position player, another ball carry if they need to. But I got to think that Kyle Shanahan will find a way to be able to navigate around it. Now, the caller brings up an interesting point because we talk about the shelf life of running backs all the time. And Christian McCaffrey seems to be the exception to that and not the rule. But you wonder how much tread is on those ties, how much tread is left. Is Christian McCaffrey going to be a key cog throughout the window that this team has while Brock Purdy is on a controllable contract? I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, this guy has 133 touches through the first six games. If you uh, stretch that out over a 17-game regular season, you're talking about 376 total touches. I don't know that he's going to be able to hold up for that and a playoff run. So – it's going to be curious to see how this injury impacts what this offense looks like moving forward. So maybe missing a game or two isn't the worst thing in the world. Give them almost load management to some extent with Christian McCaffrey leading into the play. We know they're going to win the division and go to the playoffs, so maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 for you guys to jump in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Biggest question mark in the NFL. Who is it? What team is it? We'll get more of your phone calls in. Plus, what I know and what I don't know next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Listen to us on ESPN Radio all across the country. And by the way, to all of our great ESPN Radio stations, let's go. We're waiting for more gear. We want to display it. We want to show it. 
Shout out to ESPN Radio in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, the first station to send us gear, so we do appreciate that. We want to advertise on your behalf, so let's go <laughs> send it to us. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you on the day after the Phillies take a 2 nothing lead in the NLCS. All of the action all across the postseason heard right here on ESPN Radio. All right, what I know, what I don't know. We're each going to pick a team that we're both positive and negative on. What I know is a positive. What I don't know is a negative, obviously. Smalls, why don't you start us off? What I know, what I don't know, and then we'll get more of your calls in at 888-SAY-ESPN on biggest question marks around the NFL. So in completing this exercise, I thought, what is the one thing that I know for sure? If I had to put money down on something that I know for a fact, what would that be? And that's how scared I am of this Miami Dolphins offense. When I... As the weeks go on and things are course correcting, I feel better and better about the Dolphins, guys. I feel like the Dolphins could legitimately win a Super Bowl, and it's because of their offense. They find every different way to beat you. They have been so versatile this season. Tyreek Hill is a catalyst. Raheem Mostert is a catalyst. They've recorded half of their touchdowns on the ground and half through the air. Tua Mm -hmm. is playing like an absolute MVP. So if I know anything for sure, it's that this Miami Dolphins offense could, in theory, beat anybody. What you don't know? Is Zach Wilson good? (laughs) <laughs> are, are we just supposed to forget everything we knew about Zach Wilson, not only last season, but at the beginning of this season, and look at the small sample size we have from the past three games and really believe in this guy? I have no idea if I should believe Robert Sala when he says that the Jets' offense is this close to clicking 100% and being the unit that they need them to be. It's very weird for me. I, I'm a live-in-the-moment person, and I'm, li- and I'm living in the moment with Zach Wilson. The arrow is pointing up. But it's very weird for me to forget everything yeah, we know about this yeah, guy. Yeah, I get you on that one. That's that's tough. For me, what I know, the Baltimore Ravens will be in the playoffs. They'll be in the playoffs. Their defense is top five in yards and points, and it has been going back to week nine in 2022. What I don't know, let's stay with the Baltimore Ravens. Can they be a true contender with Lamar turning the ball over the way that he has? Nine total touchdowns to nine turnovers. Since, he's, since 2021, he leads the NFL in fourth quarter turnovers. That ain't good when you're trying to win against the better teams in this league when it matters most. We saw another second-half turnover across the pond against the Tennessee Titans that led to a touchdown for a Titans offense that was absolutely anemic. Lamar keeps the door open. You know how they have that that slogan, leave the light on for you? He leaves the light (laughs) open because of the turnovers for the opposing team to get back in the games. The loss against the Colts, like the turnovers, the fumbles, especially in the pocket, the loss against the Pittsburgh Steelers, like I'm not saying that – Lamar is the reason why the Ravens are losing all of those games, but the turnovers certainly aren't helping. All right, what I know is that the Chiefs are the new Pats. That doesn't mean they're going to win six Super Bowls with Belichick and Brady and Mahomes and Reed. It just means every single year they're going to be in it. No matter what happens, as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy, they are going to be in it. They're going to take guys who we've never heard of and make them into something. They're going to lose guys that we think are going to be insurmountable losses, and they're going to be fine. They're going to continue to reinvent themselves, and every year in January and February, they're going to be there. What I don't know is who the Pats quarterback is going to be in the future because it ain't going to be Mac Jones and all of this conversation around bench Mac Jones. Bench him for who exactly? Because they released Bailey Zappi. Will Greer, that's their third-string quarterback? Guess what? There were two other third-string quarterbacks before him in uh, Trace McSorley as one of them who just signed somewhere yesterday, I think with the Bears yesterday in their practice squad. Um, They have Malik Cunningham in there. They don't have a quarterback. So what I don't know is who is going to be the quarterback for New England Long term. 
What I know why, why, I don't know. Wow. I, I just saw something because you said that the Chiefs are the new Patriots, and I was thinking to myself, have the Patriots had a streak where they hosted five straight conference championship games? They were in eight. No, no but they went to eight straight conference yeah. championship games. Wow. That is insane, Bananas. Small. Bananas. That is insane. Like I said, Bananas. that is on their insane. Way. They're on their way. Insane. They're not there, but they're on their way yeah, to be there. I mean, there. the guy that was the architect of all that is probably going to be gone at the end of the season, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Well, I was probably, talking about the Chiefs here. That's probably, that's probably this going to happen. Chiefs well, you brought in the Patriots tie in. I just felt the need the to Chiefs talk about it. If we Should could. We? Well, why would we focus on the Chiefs? You're saying that they're going to be there in the end. We got plenty of time to talk about the Chiefs. <laughs> they're going to be playing in late January and early. I don't know how much longer we're going to be talking about the New England Patriots. No, we should other, be. You're right. Other, other than the fact that, yeah. When is it kind of clear and obvious that they need to move on from the head coach? That's it. That's all. That's all anybody is waiting to see from the Patriots. We already know that Mac Jones ain't the guy. We already know that this is a situation that's not going to get turned around this year in terms of this team being competitive. What's the only reason to watch New England Patriots football for the rest of the way, Smalls? It has to be to see how bad it has to get before Robert Kraft decides that we're going to make a decision with the head coach. I think we're already there. No. I Are mean, we? in any other scenario, if this was not Bill Belichick, if this if this was, I don't know, give me any other coach that hasn't won a Super Bowl because like a Sean Payton would get more runway. If this yeah. was Arthur Smith, we would be like, he's got to go right yeah. now. Do they no need doubt. to make a change right now? No doubt. Yeah, it, it, but, but it's Bill Belichick. It's so the greatest he, coach of all time. So. So, but he's okay. not the greatest coach of all time anymore. Correct. I understand that. Right. In the moment, we feel that way. Right. I totally No, it's get not that. in the moment we feel that way. We've got a past pretty couple years. past four years. We've got a good sample size. We're going to be talking about three of the last four years not being in the playoffs, three of the last four years having a losing record. I understand where you're coming from, Ev, because if I was that successful at my job in any career in any walk of life, and I got to a certain point in my career where I knew that the rubber was meeting the road and that the end was near, and I wasn't performing up to my level, I still would expect to have the respect and the, the a certain level of decorum treated around my exit, right? I would just expect that from my employers. But this is the NFL. This is professional sports. It is not any other walk of life. There isn't going to be some like goodbye tour for Bill Belichick. There isn't going to be some big celebration at the end of the season. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to get, and you're not going to get, the storybook ending that we all hope for and that we think a coach of that caliber deserves. I think he probably is looking at the situation around him and thinking XYZ could have been different, but that he still has a lot in the tank. I think he might go kicking and screaming out of this situation. I think it could get really ugly down the stretch. And you you want somebody who's made such an impact on a game and on a franchise to be able to have a beautiful ending. Like You want that for them. But I just don't think we're going to get I, Listen, it. it's going to be hard for him to walk out of this situation or remove himself from this situation with his dignity because this thing is going to get ugly times ugly the rest of the way. It hasn't gotten nearly as bad as I think it will get once we get to the second half of the season. I think it's clear and obvious that he's lost the ear of the locker room. And so if you're Robert Kraft, you have to make a change. And so we're clear about one thing. There are no lifetime contracts in the NFL. The only lifetime contract are the guys that actually own the teams. That's it. The general managers, the head coaches, the play- there's no lifetime contract. Every day you show up for work in the NFL, whether you're a coach, GM, or player, you're just one day closer to them asking you to leave. And that's where we're at with Bill Belichick. Thank you for your, your your two dozen years of service in Foxborough. We'll build a statue of you from all the success that you've had, but you can no longer be the head coach of this team. That's the only way they get this program turned around. 
I was trying to talk about the Chiefs, but okay. <laughs> we, we got plenty of time to talk about the Chiefs. But that's plenty my, that's of time. my point. We got November. We got December. But that we got is January. The point. We got February to talk about the Chiefs. We got four months to talk about the Chiefs. That's the point, though, is that they've graduated into that no matter what happens between now and the end of the season, barring a God forbid Mahomes injury, they're going to be there. Who's going to challenge them in their division? That, but again, that's, I'm, that's I'm the asking, point. Who's going to challenge them in their division? Nobody. What's the team in the AFC that you trust more than Kansas City? Right now? Yeah. The only team that I could envision upsetting them, the only team, as crazy as it sounds, is Cincinnati. And I don't even know if they're going to really? get there. Not Miami. I don't know. I don't, know I don't even know if Cincinnati's going to be in the playoffs. Right, right. I know. Yeah. That's the thing. But it's like what we said. What we would say about LeBron. It's like, oh well, he may not get to the playoffs, but if he does, who knows what happens? I guess my. I, I guess my question. I mean, let me let me say it again. Who do you trust more in the conference than Kansas City? That's the point. Nobody. That's exactly Nobody. the point. And that's how we felt about the Patriots no for question. literally twenty no question. years. Yeah. It's no matter what would happen up until from October, September. Through January, we just assume by the time January rolls around, the season really yeah. starts. So just think about how far they've gone or how far they've regressed. They went from the most trustworthy team in the NFL, the New England Patriots, to the worst team in Again, the NFL. Again, I'm focusing no, on I'm the just Chiefs saying, the wor- here. Think about Smalls, the worst team in the NFL. Like, if they lined up against the Carolina Panthers, I don't know that they're going to beat the team that played against the Dolphins this past Sunday. I don't know. Here's the only prism you need to look at this through, Evan. Would Bill Belichick keep Bill Belichick around? But I'm talking about the Chiefs. I'm just saying. We've already established we don't need to talk about the Chiefs. Would Bill Belichick keep Bill Belichick around? Do we talk about Bruno? No, no? we do not talk about Bruno. We do not need to talk about Okay. All right. All right. All right. Coming up. Do we go from Nickelback to Creed with an NFL reporter? We'll do that next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Kimberly Ann Martin is here. Hey, now. I honestly did not put on the headphones because I wasn't sure if Nickelback was playing. Oh, it's on. Playing, it's so on. I'm, it's I'm, well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not glad NFL reporter Kimberly A. Martin, part of Get Up today at 8 a.m. <laughs> Eastern on ESPN. I'm glad you went there because mm. we're going to start off with this. Ooh. The Texas Rangers, the yes. baseball team, up 2 nothing in the ALCS, obviously. is um, – they're using Creed. Creed, oh yeah. Are we in on this as a rallying cry? I mean... As a Nickelback this- expert, 
Creed would be associated with Nickelback. All right, this might be the last time I'm on the show. <laughs> uh, you know what? There's something about Creed that's like nostalgic, like uh-huh. stuff from like like college or high, like it just hits different. So like if you're at a bar, like the same way if you hear like Journey at a bar, you oh. hear like 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 there's just some songs where you're like, yeah, I'm a rock out to it. If that floats their boat and it works, that's great. Um, would that get me hype? No, because Nickelback is here and Creed is here. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I think it's funny. I think it's funny, and it, it, it it's the nostalgia for me because I remember when Creed was a big deal. So what she just told you in a roundabout way is, nah, she's all the way out on the Texas Rangers. <laughs> so she has the Astros coming nah, back. She, yeah. She's out on that one. She's I, out on that one. I love Dusty Baker. I hate the Astros because I grew up a Yankee fan, so yeah. I will forever hate Got the it. Astros, but Dusty's cool. So fair. All right, let's start with this. Probably the three most talked about teams in the NFL, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Jets. Which mm-hmm. one for you, Kimberly, is the most enjoyable to still talk about? Do you, do you want to get... <laughs> Poked by hot needles or like right. that, like it's like, uh. right. um, you know what the the Jets? I am shocked that we are still talking about them, um, because when I was on that sideline for Monday Night Football, like week one, like with the fireworks and all that, and you felt like the the electricity in the place, and then for like literally seventy five seconds later, their season was over. So the fact that Zach Wilson, a guy who has been maligned, now he's been criticized for good, very good reason. But the fact that this kid has hung in there and the Jets seem like they're always trailing in games. They're down 14-3 against the Eagles. And he's made some big boy throws that he's needed to. He hasn't been perfect by any means. But the fact that the Jets are still relevant, I think that's amazing, at least for for Jets fans because they deserve nice things. Kmart, a team that's relevant because their defense might be the best in all of football is the Cleveland Browns. But what Hello. The, what the Talk hell is, about it. Talk about it. What the it. hell is going on with Deshaun Watson? What, what, what's up? We're getting conflicting reports. Mm. He's been medically cleared. Uh-huh. There's people that are saying that Watson's not comfortable going out there. Kevin uh-huh. Stefanski don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I thought they gave a $230 million fully guaranteed yes, bag they so they wouldn't have the question of yeah. quarterback. What the hell is happening? You know what is so interesting about this, Chris? Because uh, – being a part-time resident of the state of Ohio, um, because I'm always on <laughs> You're always the there. I'm always You're on the always there. What here's the optics are interesting because what you have is an organization who has given out um, conflicting messages about his status and his injury and the extent of it. The backdrop of that is you literally had tight end David Njoku suffer significant burns on his face yes. and his hands right before that week four Ravens game. And the head coach is like, I don't even know if this man can put a helmet mask on his head. Mask on, mask on. And he Let's said, go. he was tweeting, he was telling teams, I'll be out there. David Njoku had his best game in week four. Mm-hmm. Then you have, after that game, Miles Garrett leaves that stadium with a walking boot and says, you know what? He stayed in Cleveland to get rehab because he's like, I got to be as close to 100% for this 49ers game. He was not 100%, but he's still out there. Now, it is not a problem in the locker room. Guys are not, like, you know, mm. upset at Deshaun, okay. whatever. Right. However, I will say this. Players around the NFL want consistency. They want the expectations for everybody to be the same. So when you have guys, like, you want everybody to, to be out there and say, like, hey, I'm not 100%, but I can, give, I can give something for us to win. I'm curious how this situation plays out because the Browns, they haven't been transparent and clear with the media and their fans. 
but they also haven't been clear with the guys in the locker room. Like, guys are walking around like, I don't know when we'll see four on the field. I don't know. And they've literally started two different quarterbacks. They have three quarterbacks play in their last three games. So Deshaun could play this weekend against the Colts that are on the road, and he could not. So P.J. Walker, admirable job last week in that win against 49ers. Um, another guy who's working his way back from injury, Kimberly, mm-hmm. is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> manifesting. We, yes, well, he's manifesting mm-hmm. his return this season. We see him throwing the ball. We hear him talking with our Pat McAfee every week about how positively his rehab is going. My first thought when Robert Sala said we're leaving the door open for Aaron yeah. Rodgers to potentially return is could that negatively impact Zach Wilson? He's performing well. Could that somehow mess with his mm-hmm. the vibes he has going? But it's almost like Aaron Rodgers is the creed to the Jets team. You know, like for the Rangers, how they need creed to kind of galvanize them. It seems like just having him around has been positive for Zach he's Wilson. He's the creed, the Nickelback, the Blink-182, <laughs> like whoa, 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 he, the whoa. Limp Biscuit. Blink, Blink cannot be in that group. He's, he's, just like he's the whole catalog. He's, yeah, um, I actually think that offensively speaking, Aaron Rodgers is the most important person on this team. Wow. Bigger than Nathaniel Hackett. Bigger than the head coach. Mm. Because... His presence, knowing that he's on the sideline, knowing that he has a headset on, knowing that he is literally Zach Wilson's idol. Like, let's be clear. Like, Zach Wilson is looking at the guy he has admired his entire life. And that guy is in your ear. He is texting you. He is, like, giving you, like, little pep talks and stuff like that. I think Zach Wilson, it was all mental. He's got the skill set. He's going to be a gunslinger. He's not. He's going to, like, react before he thinks sometimes. But... What you've seen is a kid who came in with a different mindset, and he's been through a gauntlet. Like, he didn't expect to play this year. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be on the field. And instead, he's doing just enough, um, and hopefully for Jets fans, he can continue doing that. It is on Sportsman Like here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Kimberly A. Martin, nice enough to join us in studio. She's got get up at 8 a.m. Eastern mm-hmm. time. i got to go back to something you said about the Browns, mm-hmm. and it's really for both of you here in this. CeCe included you on this. Because you said the players are not upset with Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. but they also don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, taboo for a player to go up to another player and be like, are you playing this week? What's going on with you? Hell no, not in this situation. Especially, you, could, especially, you would do that. You're yeah, saying. especially with a team that has a chance to actually do something this year. And it's been so long since we could say that about any mm-hmm. team in Cleveland. Here's the thing. The Cleveland Browns, make no mistake, they have the best defense in the NFL. They have a Super Bowl caliber defense. I heard that somewhere if before. They- <laughs> Girl, I don't know how you do <laughs> But here, <laughs> that, like, like, I don't know if you're saying, wake up, wake up, if you are not paying attention to the Cleveland Browns. Yes. Because if they could get a return on investment from Deshaun Watson, they are winning a Super Bowl. That is how good this defense like is. Like this year they could? They 1,000% could because this defense is legit. It is offensively. Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson, that is a pairing that doesn't make sense on paper, what mm-hmm. what Kevin does and what Deshaun's best skill set are. They have to figure – this offense is still a work in progress. He has missed games. But they've shown that with P.J. Walker, they, were able, they got lucky. Don't get me wrong. The missed field goal is a big thing. But if you get competent QB play mm-hmm. consistently, yep. mm-hmm. that defense is so leg- – credit to Jim Schwartz and those guys because they can confuse you 4-3, 3-4, whatever. Like, they, they'll do whatever to, to get you off your, your Might spot. be the biggest assistant coach hire that we saw this oh past offseason. Yeah. Kmart, yeah. Kmart, real quick before we get you out of here, momentum building to ban the tush push and the, <laughs> and the hip drop tackles. I know the owners are meeting soon. I, I, my my question to you is this: Based on what you know and what people are saying around it, does the NFL ban none, one, or both? 
I'm sure there's, I mean, here's what I hate about it. Like, just because you're not good at something doesn't mean you should penalize others, okay. right? So, but but I'm sure there are going to be other teams, there are going to be owners and teams that are saying like, I, hey, get that out of here. Like, the Giants had two guys injured trying to do this. Yep. But nobody else is is doing this with the same efficiency as the Eagles. Yeah, the Cowboys shot it right. on Monday night. Exactly. It didn't work. Yeah. They didn't push my tush enough. You know, that's what Zach <laughs> was saying. But, you know, that, like, this I think is just so silly. Like, there's so many more important things that we should be talking about. Kimberly, awesome job as always. Catch her on Get Up, 8 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Limp Biscuit next time, Blink 182. No, Blink 182 should no. not be in there. I'm she, just, I was just throwing out like. She can pick her, her no, song. No, but here's, here's why I'm saying that very quickly. Mm. I feel like um, Nickelback, mm-hmm. Creed, Limp Biscuit are like you don't admit you're a fan of. Blink 182 has a new album out right now with great songs. And people, you can, you can yeah. say you're a, a Blink 182 fan publicly. You could say, I'm a Limp Biscuit fan. Shout out I'm, to Fred I'm fine with that, but don't you think you get. Why did when you said I'm a Nickelback <laughs> fan, people laughed at you? I don't think they should. People laughed at me. Is that what you're saying? Is that is that word on the? I have like big were... pun in my head. I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at you now. I'm confident ha, in ha, my music. Ha. That's right. <laughs> I'm over it next on Sportsman like ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can watch us on ESPN2. Our producer, Pat Costello, big Philadelphia fan, gets his Phillies with a 2-0 lead last night. NLCS went to game one, didn't go to game two. How he could be mad at anything, how he could be over anything is beyond us, but he will have to tell us what he is over with a little round of I'm over it today. Go ahead, Pat. Diamondbacks pitcher Merrill Kelly, completely over you, bud. Uh, If you're going to come out here and criticize Philly fans... Then you better come correct. You better not then give up three bombs, including one to Trey Turner, who you uh, mentioned by name uh, about the Venezuela game. Uh, And then don't try to backtrack it. Like, what a joke. You are a complete joke after that. You have no credibility now. Sorry. Are you suggesting you wanted him to shut you guys down last night just because of the fact that it would back up his words? You're saying you better come correct. That would not have been good for you guys if he came correct. By the way, there also is something else with Pat in terms of the baseball. What what is your latest in terms of keeping score during the games? 
I, I uh, when I go to games in person, particularly, I do a scorebook. What's wrong with that? I love that. I do too sometimes. It's old school, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's yeah, old school. Whoa, 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 oh yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. He said in person. There's still more to this story. Oh. Pat, tell the truth. Ooh. Tell I the rest know. of the story. I have been uh, known at times to keep the scorebook at home, sitting on my couch. Ooh. I haven't done it in quite a while, but it's been known you, to happen. You know what? I got to tell you, I actually think I like it better at home than at the park. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why. At home, you're in the comfort of your own home. You're not there to have a great time with other people. When you're there and you're at that Phillies game in the playoffs and you got the dancing alone on my own song going and everybody's rocking out and you're sitting there writing a backwards K. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like something I would do. That's not cool. If I would do it, it's not cool. And I think it's way better to do it at home than it is at the park. You should be partying at the park if you're going there. Yeah, I think a red October postseason NLCS game is a little different than what I would do in like a day game in July. You know what I'm saying? That's, different. That's when I'm getting a draft beer, a hot dog, and maybe I'm keeping score. I'm definitely not doing it last night. If I'm at the bank, I'm dancing, I'm high-fiving, I'm drinking, I'm definitely not writing 5-4-3 double play. Yeah. With modern technology, why, why do we need to keep a scoreboard? It's a ritual. There's, there's, it's a process. Also, like, once we lost physical tickets, I really wanted a way to like track things that I had been to. So I just started doing the scorebook. Oh, All right. That. You I know like what? Um, I'm going to have to top you on something on the biggest loser sportsy moment ever. Here we go. I've been holding this in and I'm going to say it. And now's the perfect time. Uh oh. I write down every single pick of the NFL draft all seven rounds as it's happening. And I've done it for about 20 or 30 years. Why? You know, know, you know, we we have that list. The captain's log does exist of what every draft. draft pick. What what draft were you? Oh five. Two thousand five draft. I probably could find that notebook somewhere and find me writing down Chris Canty's name. That is not a joke. All seven rounds, I write down every single one. And then Why? what's even more amazing is that I get a player's name wrong that I called uh, Puka Nakua Nuka Pakua, whatever I said backwards. That I've clearly written. Sound it down. like a weapon of mass destruction. It really does. Every he kind of single, is though. No, I mean he's playing great. Every, no, the way he said it. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. Every single draft pick, all seven rounds. So why in a notebook? Can, can you explain why? It's been a tradition. I wish I stopped it. It's a complete and utter waste you of time. You know that you're in the driver's seat. You can't stop it. Oh, I'm aware. But you don't have things where you do and you're like, I know I shouldn't no, do this, but I no, should. No, no because well, I, That third glass of Sauvignon people. Blanc is always yeah. a, uh, right, I so shouldn't, but I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, right. So there you go. <laughs> Similar to writing all I love how we just let Av get away with one-upping Pat during the segment <laughs> that Pat is supposed to be featured in. I love that. It makes I love me that. look worse. That, That's that, the was, point. that was the one-up. <laughs> it's like no one's holding you to that. You can just stop at any point. You can stop keeping score. Also, yeah, but at least it's in the scorebook. Like that's literally called it's in my notebook. But it's an actual game that's happening when Pat is keeping score. It's not a game. It's not a game. You're at the draft. draft. But he's doing it in lieu of a physical ticket as part of a memory making process. So I used to go to the draft every year as a kid growing up. I'd go to to Radio City Music Hall or Madison Square Garden, whatever it was, and I would sit there in the crowd and I'd write down the picks. So maybe it's like a childhood thing that I've never gotten out of that because I was there at the draft every year, sitting there for ten hours on a Saturday. Keep the magic alive. I loved it. I loved it. No, don't encourage that. What are you, no, what are you doing, Smalls? I'm going to. No, we need, we need him to get out of there. Snap out of it, bro. No. Snap out of it. Pat, Pat, what you got for us, bro? Tom Brady having the audacity to say that the current NFL product is like flag football. Literally, the NFL changed because of you. Yeah. Your injury changed the course of NFL history. Yeah. You also played in the league last year. This is not like you've been out of the league for 10 years. What are you talking about, Tom Brady? You beat him. What are you worried about? You're an Eagles fan. No, right? no. That, that pissed me off when I saw Tom Brady say that too this week. I, I don't understand. Like, I'm a defensive lineman. Yeah. Because you got hurt, 
They changed the rules, which quite literally made it harder for me to do my job and for other defensive players to do their jobs. Now, this guy who doesn't get touched in practice, who's wearing a red jersey, gets to complain about the lack of physicality. Nobody hits you. (laughs) You don't get hit in practice. You barely get hit in games. I don't want to hear you complaining about the lack of physicality. Now, here's the thing. As a guy that's played in a lot of games against Brady, I'll never question his physical toughness because he's one of the toughest hombres to ever put on a uniform physically. Yeah. But I don't want to hear you complain. You might not be wrong in what you're saying, but because of the messenger, nobody can hear the message. I don't want to hear this from Tom Brady. I'd rather hear this from an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, a linebacker, a running back. I don't want to hear this from a quarterback who quite literally everybody on the offensive side of the ball's first priority is protecting him and keeping him from getting hit. Kind of hard for me to feel badly for Tom Brady when he's the direct beneficiary of said rules. Yeah, but you but know just what? think about that, Smalls. Everybody's job. So the other 10 guys on offense – their priority is to make sure that this quarterback doesn't get hit. Because if this guy gets hit, he gets knocked out of the game, guess what? Ain't nobody going to have success. Ain't nobody going to eat. I don't want to hear you talk about the lack of physicality in the game. But a point was, is going to be lost on what you just said that needs to be reiterated. What you just said is all fair. Let's extract one thing. You did say he was tough, and he is tough. And I think people lose sight of how tough Brady is. He got pummeled at times. He played through injury at times. He stood in the pocket longer than anyone else did. He's willing to take the hits. I think people lose sight of that because they did change the rules around him getting hurt because he is, you know, so pretty in the pocket and everything like that. I think people get lose sight of how tough that guy is. I don't need to give Tom Brady any more credit than he's already given. I'm not going to do that. You literally were the one who I'm said not, it. I'm not going to do it. I love that that's what you it. wanted to extract out of yeah, that. Yeah, I, like, Tom I, like, Brady. I already, already, already gave him some credit, but I got to criticize I don't want to go back nobody to give him credit up, again. Nobody brings it up. Next, Pat, what we got? People who complain about NIL because I guess they just don't want to see college athletes being paid for some reason, like, shut all the way up. <laughs> what, like... These guys are bringing so much value to these corporations, which is what these colleges are a lot of the time at this point, uh-huh. and deserve to be compensated for it. So if you don't believe that, you can – I'm not going to say what I want to say. Oh, uh, What's the argument against paying them, though? That's the thing that doesn't well, make where, sense. Where should the money come from? Should it come from the school or, or – Who cares where it? it comes from? Well, that's, that's why they care. But, but, but why? Because why does it their matter? Money. They don't. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying the schools would care because they are not budgeting to pay the athletes. So what the NCAA, in my opinion, did for so long that was so wrong is it's one thing if you say, hey, we don't want to pay them, which I don't agree with. But it's another thing, which what, what they've said is we're not going to let anyone pay them. Local car dealer endorsement deals. They prevented sure. anyone from paying sure. them, right? So I think if the NCAA wants to stand on this ground of they can get paid as much money as they want, but it's not from us, I can hear that argument. I don't agree with it, but I can hear it better than what they've had for the last however many years, which is the student, Chris Canty at the University of Virginia should not receive a dollar from anyone. That's wrong. That's wrong. If they say Virginia should yeah, yeah, pay you, yeah. different conversation. No, I, I, I get that. I get that part of it. My question is, what's the argument against them getting paid from other entities? I don't understand it. Why, why can't they get paid off of what they do? Their name, image, and likeness. These guys are brands. They're athletes. They're prominent figures. They generate tons of revenue for these schools. Just look at the top twenty-five college football programs, and then look at the college applications. For those schools, how they've increased year Big over time. year, the amount of money that these schools are charging for tuition. The, the the football teams are the best billboards for all of these colleges and universities. That's why coaches get paid 10, 12, 14 million dollars a year. 
So it just doesn't make any sense. Tommy Tuberville got to miss me all the way with student-athletes not being able to get paid. We're Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.